Under the Roof is an Estate Homes production. For more content or to learn more about what we do, visit estatehomes.com videos. And now, on with the show. Well, everybody, welcome back to another episode of Under the Roof. We are glad to be back and glad that uh, the numbers just keep on going up. People are uh, more and more aware of the show, and that's good. I'm sure at first glance it's like a real estate podcast. What is that? But listen to the show, and you'll find that we're, we're lovely people just trying to have a lovely old time with you. Um, as always, I'm Rylan. I run the media here, and that's <laughs> Brendan. He runs the show. And uh, we're going to talk about real estate. We're going to talk about a little of this, a little of that. Uh, try not to get too uh, commercially on you or anything, but we're definitely going to want to break down some of the stuff going on in the real estate industry. And uh, once again, we've got some questions. Yep. We've got some questions from some viewers, so we're going to get into those as well. But before we do, okay, how was your weekend, Brendan? Well, weekend is great, man. This is, this Everything's great. Everything's good. Everything's yeah, good. Everything's good. Everything's awesome. Everything's great. The weather's great, man. Yep. You know, uh, family's good. Good. Yeah, business is good. Business is booming. You're good. I'm. I mean, I'm good. I I locked myself out of my car this weekend. <laughs> or, uh, I did. Not it. even this weekend. It was like two days ago. Yeah. Yeah. It was like midnight, and I was in my car, which I I do often. Yeah. It's kind of creepy, but it's where, that's my quiet place. That's my creative space where yeah. I. The, right. sing, the sing zone. That's the singing zone. That's where I write songs and I I, I try to get some stuff done. Give I, us a I little bit. I can't do stuff. Give us a little bit. No, not right now. No, no. You, <laughs> on the spot, you right now, you Rylan. I actually am terrible about that. When people <clears throat> ask me to do stuff on the spot, I, when I was a kid, I used to do impressions, and people would be like, "Do this," and that would make me not want to do it. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Everybody's different. I'm in right? the moment. I, yeah. uh, but I, you know, I also perform all the time, so. That's that's my job. I'm just I'm here to dance, yeah. dance monkey dance. That's me. <laughs> um, but yeah, I locked myself out of my car and uh, didn't want to pay money for it, so I called up a friend of mine, and uh, the hanger thing works. Yeah. If you haven't tried it before and you're watching this, I'm not sure if that's illegal. Actually, well, it's your car. Yeah, it's, it's your, your car. car. It's a, yeah, obviously yeah. illegal to do it to somebody else's car. Yes. You and know, is there a YouTube video for this? Uh, I'm sure there is. Got to be. Uh, yeah, you use how to a, break into a car. Yeah, but I, I feel like that's I shouldn't very... direct people to it. Yeah, <laughs> uh, my friend told me so, uh, but we got it open, and it was it was a victorious moment. You are fortunate that you have a car that has like one of those little knobs. Yeah, mm, or how did no, you, I did not. How no. did you pull it up? I got that hanger through a hole in the side of the door. Like I propped the top of the door and I slid this hanger in, and I got my hanger into the little lever you use to lock and unlock your car. I managed to push it up against it and uh, just kick it. shake it until it opened. It was glorious. <laughs> it felt good. The same feeling that I hope people get when they sell with a state. There you go. That was my segue right there. Uh, even though that's... And save money. Yes. Even though that's not what we're going to talk about. No, so no. it's a false segue. That's what we do. Gotcha. That's not what we're talking about right now. Element of surprise. Because what I want to get into is we put out a poll on Twitter to see what people would want to hear about. And one of the things that came up was... What exactly does it cost to sell a home? People know what they've been charged in the past for a home to be sold. But the question is, 
is that money really all needed to sell the home mm-hmm. or is there a whole lot getting chopped off the top and put back in mm-hmm. uh, the real estate franchise's pockets? So yeah. I thought you'd be the perfect guy to break down uh, yeah. the cost. I might have a little bit of yeah, information might, around Yeah, I know a little something about it. So oh. yeah, so what, what exactly yeah. is all the cost that goes into uh, selling a house? Mm-hmm. Right. So... Well, first of all, good question. Well, Ryan. thank you. Good question. So here's uh, here's a way to look at it. Is mm-hmm. obviously there is a, a percentage and a commission, um, one and the same. A six percent commission generally mm-hmm. is taken uh, and and told to you that's the cost mm-hmm. that it's going to take to sell your home. Now three percent of that right. would go to a buyer's agent, and three percent of that would go to a listing agent. Right. Okay. And historically, for the last I don't know a lot longer than I've been around, mm-hmm. this is the way that it's been. It's yeah. never been 5%, it's not 7%, it's been 6%. You can charge these different percentages, but these are not the standard. Right. Right? 3%, 3%. I don't know who made this up. Probably a pretty smart dude, right? Yeah. That figured out how to like have a sliding scale on a person's home. Yeah. $300,000 home or $500,000 home. I make more money, right? Yeah. Um, so here's what it is, is these costs are, are there are actual costs that mm-hmm. go into selling a home. And let me just separate the buying side from the selling side real quick. Okay. And, uh, and let's just focus on the selling side, right. right? This 3% that it takes for you to hire a listing agent and for them to provide all the, uh, the processes and, and facilitate the transaction. Right. Um, the coordination with the buyer's agent. Right. Um, what is that person's cost? I think is what I've deduced this yeah. question down. Right. Um, well, uh, from a traditional point of view, if you have a three hundred thousand dollar home, you're going to pay twelve grand. Right. So let's start there. Okay. Twelve thousand dollars. Right. I mean, you can buy a, you know, a freaking Kia for twelve grand. You can buy a lot. Right. Of I mean, you can get something that takes you hundreds of miles. Yeah. In a car, mm-hmm. plays music and stuff. Right. Like yeah. all of this stuff <laughs> yes. for twelve grand, as, as cars do. <laughs> yeah. Like anything you want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, side note: Do you see this? Uh, Amazon's got an Echo Auto now. Can, what is you, that? It's like an Alexa for your car. No. Yeah, but you're you're it's the amazing. one. You're getting into it's amazing. You, you have like it's crazy stuff. You've drunk the Kool Aid. Let the government in. Yes, you have like drunk the Kool Aid. <laughs> oh, you're like turning on all trust your lights. Me, if they so, were gonna come after me, they would come after me long ago. Right? I guess, but you so, ma- you have made it a lot easier now. I do. I just, Alexa. Yeah. Turn on the world. <laughs> Done. Yeah. Back to what I'm saying. I refuse. Um, so here's what it is: is uh, you hire a real estate agent. You say, "Hey, my home's going to sell for three hundred grand. Yeah. This guy's going to make twelve grand. What are his costs? Yeah. Where is that money going? Yeah. Does it cost him ten thousand to sell the home, and he's pocketing two? Right. Where are those costs? And so let me break those down for you. Um, okay. They like to keep those kind of hidden, right? Because it would exploit or expose kind of what I can lay out for you. So, okay. Um, from a very basic level, you have a real estate sign. Mm-hmm. Right. The sign costs money, right? A couple hundred bucks or whatever. It's yeah. a frame. You got to stick it in the ground. Yeah. Um, you want to, sometimes the, the agent does it themselves. Sometimes they hire somebody to do it. Okay. Um, that's a cost. It's a few hundred bucks. Um, we look at that. We buy it in, in huge bulk because we sell a lot of homes. So we have signs that we right. can obviously drive our signs cost down. Other traditional agents, that's just what they do. Right. right? Um, so you have a sign, you have locks, you have photography. Um, you have MLS access, you have all of these things that they've really been commoditized. So these are very, you know, not very high priced um, pieces of the process, right? Uh So um, we can put a sign in the yard and a lock on a door and take some photography and get it up on the MLS. These are all the processes that um, that that traditional agent is going to tell you that they're going to do for the 12 grand. Right. You add all that up, it's about 600 bucks. 
Mm-hmm. Okay, so we're like we're missing like eleven thousand yeah, four hundred dollars. <laughs> um, well, they're going to put it on their Facebook account. Okay, mm-hmm. really, who's interested in their network? Um, they're going to. Ouch. Yeah, I'm Ooh. just saying, like, this is their friends and family. This is the stuff they're saying. Hey, I went to sure. Six Flags. Oh wait, I have a house to sell. Is anybody interested? Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're really sharply dressed, and yeah, then that drives okay. well, that's your a whole uh, thing. That is, we'll get into that, but yeah, that yeah. drives those followers way up <laughs> when you when you get put on a suit it does actually but uh unfortunately but this is what it is is i could go into even further detail but all the costs after that are even smaller than the front end costs Mm -hmm. right and so what you come down to is you got like eleven thousand dollars worth of just excess yeah now that's just on the selling side yeah right okay so this is stuff that they're saying hey i'm gonna do all of this Mm -hmm. i'm gonna sell your home and you're like okay great Get it done for me. Right. The truth is, is it didn't cost twelve grand on the selling side, and it doesn't right. cost twelve grand on the buyer. I was going to say, I mean, and even on the buyer side, you're buying even less stuff. Yeah, you're to, not buying anything. Right. Right. You're just showing people. Yeah. That, that. And so, this is what it is: is is people think, oh, this person must have a a special, you know, yeah, wand. talent or yeah, they like, got something that they yeah. can just magically make your home sell. And unfortunately, that's not it. Is we all have the same. We all have the same tools. Yeah. It's how we use those tools. Right. Which makes people better. Uh-huh. Um, it's how we price these tools. It's how effectively we get these tools in front of you. Right. Um, and, uh, and how we manage all of that, right, mm-hmm. to create an experience that the end result is a home that sells. Right. And so that's, that's the way we look at it is we look at it like that excess $11,000, that is the inhibitant that's stopping your home from selling. Hmm. Your home is $11,000 overpriced. Hmm. So you're like, why is my home not selling? I'm at $300,000. Well, you're paying, right? Mm-hmm. 6% in commission. Right. So let's say that's like $18,000. So the truth is, is your home should be priced at like two eighty two. Right. That's but the, the that's, realtor's got to account for what right. they want to So let's make. push that price up so we can right. take it. And what that does is just stall the home out. Hmm. Right? So yeah. like if it sells, yeah, they make money. But if it's not selling, that that real estate agent is not saying... I'm going to lower my fees. Mm-hmm. They say, why don't you lower your your home? Right. And I'm still going to get my money. Right. Yeah, exactly. They get the same either way. Right. So this is this is what it is, is, is you have a, uh, you, you have a, a huge, a very small cost, yep. relatively speaking. Right. Um, there is a process that has to be done and uh, that process takes time. And so you can associate some cost to that. Um, but in no way can you ever ramp this up to a twelve thousand dollar. Yeah, you know, is what it cost me to sell this home. Right, and I can tell you this: we've done this two, uh, you know, a couple hundred times. Yeah, it, we we say we sell homes for what it actually cost to sell a home for. Mm-hmm. Right, and uh, that's the truth of it. And we try to be as transparent as possible. Like, you know what our signs cost? I tell you what, you know, like this is what we, this is who we use for our photography. We're here to try to optimize this whole process. Yeah. And, uh, and suck out all of this frivolous money that has been being charged. So the truth right. is, is the, the true cost is a lot less than what people expect and what people think. Hmm. And what they're paying for is that person that they right. believe has a network that can sell their home. Yeah. And that's the premium they're paying for. And it's the same premium they pay everybody. Right. Yeah. No matter what. Yeah. So I don't know if that answers the question yeah. entirely, but... Um, what it does is expose that there are just a, a few things that have to be done. They have to be done correctly, right? That mm-hmm. put the posi- that put the home in the the position to sell, right? Um, and those things don't cost twelve thousand dollars. 
in the example that I'm using. So it looks like when you break down the cost, like you said, it's just, you know, not even $1,000. So there's this whole extra amount being put on top of that that's not necessary in today's age. And maybe at one point in time, it was. Right. And we've talked about that yeah. off camera that, yeah. you know, at one point in time, there was this very high value to being a real estate agent that made you very unique and special mm-hmm. and rare mm-hmm. and, and, and necessary because of how we used to get properties right. out there in front of people. Yeah. So uh, that's, a, that's a great point. So it, it did used mm-hmm. to cost a lot. Right. Right. Because the tools that we use now that have like uh, just been put in front of us that yep. if you use correctly can really be beneficial, they didn't exist. Yeah. Right. Facebook, Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um the logistical services that we use to put signs in yards, the photography services that we use yeah. digitally to take photography, yep. um, all of the different interesting marketing aspects and, and all of the management stuff from the client side and mm-hmm. operational points. These right. are all technologies that have come about that have allowed us to facilitate that process that used to take $12,000 Yeah. to really turn that into just very, very small costs. Yeah. Okay, so we're able to do what I used to take $12,000 to do Mm-hmm. For less than a thousand, right? Okay, because I mean, you yeah. think about the cost of getting it in the newspapers, or like I remember, I used to get up and watch exactly. on TV the the you know fade in and out mm-hmm. of all the different properties. Like you had to get somebody that mm-hmm. could get those on TV and pay yeah. the television. Open station. houses, actually, the time consuming open houses, those were beneficial back then, right? You know that right. there were uh, there weren't any ways to like, oh hey, I want to go see this home, right? Like you, you, yeah, you book, strolled neighborhoods. Showings was harder. Yeah, so and there was uh, like an MLS book. Right. That's what I'm saying is before everything went online and digital. Yeah. um, And this is kind of what's funny is, is uh, the real estate industry run Mm -hmm. by, you know, lawyers and and brokers and state run and federally run and all of this. Right. They like bringing some of the services online. Uh Uh-huh. Right. But they do it in a way that they can keep. I was going to say, don't (laughs) change the cost. Yeah. Just uh, change. It's easy. It ends up being easier on our side, uh, like on the real estate side. Mm -hmm. But then we're just, you know what? I think that 3% thing has been working pretty well. Mm-hmm. So let's just keep, let's keep that as it is. Yeah. And I think maybe it's because... Sellers keep giving it. Sellers keep giving it because it's something that we don't have to use very often. Mm-hmm. Like we don't need a realtor very often. Uh, you know, you were talking about... Uh, I think you're exactly right. Yeah. And earlier today, you were talking about how it's, that is different for services that people are using regularly like travel mm-hmm. those services they are demanding some change so that flipping in the travel industry uh-huh. right is a, it happens at a quicker clip uh-huh because the need for that service it is constant right um, right and uh you don't see any travel agents right. anymore yeah because yeah. now you can do it but they used to charge a percentage mm-hmm. of your book and of your travel hmm. right yeah and they used to hand you stuff in paper and get you, you know, send you, mail you your, your tickets and stuff. Right. So this is very uh, analogous to real estate. Uh-huh. The difference is is the the time for that flipping to happen yeah. is a longer clip. Yeah. Because the people using the services need it fewer times. Right. Um, it's a l- larger asset piece. And so they want to uh-huh. use something that 
feels traditional. Yes. That feels... Like, sure. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the tried and true way, like, you know? Like, I, I was talking to some guy who's like, I'm like, hey, were you investing, you know, you got some money, you're investing your money. He's like, oh, yeah, I got in, I've got some in GE, and I got some and whatever, and all that. And I'm like, uh-huh. GE? Huh. General, you mean General Electric? You're I was like, going to say, uh, what is GE? Right. Well, <laughs> I, this I, is, I don't know. So this GE is the Facebook of the, like, the 70s and 80s. Okay. Okay, it's like General Electric. Uh-huh. Okay, that's like it was like the the technology company of the day, okay. right? And uh invest like consider like a blue chip stock. Like it's just always been a great gotcha. company to invest yeah, yeah, in, yeah. right? Yeah. And um but then you look at like this year GE's stock got like cut in like half. Like just wow. got totally obliterated. And yeah. uh so investing from historical point of views, didn't yeah. work out to you. Didn't work out very well this mm-hmm, year. Mm-hmm. Um, and so you look at that in the travel agency and you say, well, that happened pretty fast. Like it was like, mm, Expedia, Priceline, all of these things hit and uh, you use it once and like, oh, I'm traveling next month too. Well, yeah, I'm not getting on the phone and calling this travel agent. It takes me a week to book that stuff. Yeah, do it right now. Do it immediately. Okay, so if online. you had to sell a house every month. You'd be aware of it a you, lot you, faster. Yeah, we'd be, I mean, this would be a mainstream uh, Uber-esque type industry yep, already. Yep, yep. Um, and, it, and it needs to be. It, it's just, yeah. it's it's going to, you know, people are, it's just taking people a while to be convinced that I know it's a big asset and I know this has been the tried and true mm-hmm. way, but just like with all these under, like you really think all these other industries would get better and, mm-hmm. and, and real estate would just stay mm-hmm. in one place? No, there is so much... There's so much opportunity in real estate. Uh-huh. Like, I mean, we we focus on the selling side, right? Um, and as a listing agent, but um, there are just so many opportunities for technology to benefit the buyer and seller yeah. going forward. I mean, from uh, not only on the selling side, but the buying side, the facilitation, um, all the way to the title processes and the lending process and the appraisal processes. Yeah, all of these things that have been people mm-hmm. go to houses and do things. Right. These have have really become technologies that can be provided, yeah, remotely, yeah. Um, and then what happens is companies like ours uh, start putting feelers into those areas too, right? Right. And it's very easy for us to move into these areas from a location and provide all of these services, right? Yeah. Because we uh, um, we have the surface area. Yeah, yeah. Well, and it's interesting to see how real estate agents are trying to you know because it's become the case that those things aren't as needed uh it's interesting to see how people try to still make it seem like it is needed they're compensating by looking flashier Mm -hmm. so you know the guy that's on instagram like i was saying earlier with the big flashy suit he's doing that to try and seem like hey no i'm i'm really valuable (laughs) my three percent is necessary i mean because i obviously know what i'm doing it's that whole idea of we're selling the same thing and yet because you have a nicer suit people think oh okay he must be selling something different even though it's exactly the same yeah so if you're a if you're a company Mm -hmm. if you're actually a brand Mm -hmm. that's providing value in more than just one use case like one client right um, that suit doesn't matter. Yeah. And you realize real quickly that that suit doesn't matter, right? Yep. Like, uh, you don't got to dress it up. No. Like if, uh, when you're a one man show uh-huh. and you're like, Hey, I want to sell one home every quarter or whatever and make all my money. Right. Um, cool. Go do it. Right. Like, and wear your flashy suit and it's all optics and like yep. 
you know, it's the same result, but when you, that house hadn't sold in 90 days, that suit isn't doing anything for you. Right. Okay. Uh, and so it's really just a different of, a perspective. This has been being done. I mean, people have been acting flashly to compensate for um, a lack of service or a lack of product and, uh-huh. and things or like that. Or just to make, to try to justify making justify that the cost. product more expensive, right. even yeah. though it's the same product. That's exactly right. And, um, you know, I could, I could roll around in like a, you know, I mean, that's a stupid analogy, but I'm just saying like you could, you could hire, you could have a really, really nice car uh-huh. and then be using it as like an Uber, uh-huh. you know? And I think like, right. It's the same thing. You can pay the same, but you can pay a lot more for things to do the same thing. Yes. Right. Like, yeah. I, like you can, you can go, you can go to Kelly Williams or Cola Banker. Right. Um, from a, from a surface level, uh-huh. we provide the same the same little process, uh-huh. sign, law, photography, But because MLS. they're bigger and they've got more offices, like they're literally, when I say bigger, I just mean literally they've been around longer and they're in more spaces. Mm-hmm. We think, oh, they must be doing something different. Mm-mm. But it, the truth is we're just not wasting our time trying to build a bunch of offices because we've realized in 2018, it's the opposite. We need You need to be focusing on just expanding yourself mm-hmm. online. That's mm-hmm. where people are buying. If we go put in a bunch of offices, we have to charge our clients more. Right, to justify those costs. We don't need, in this day, you don't need, you see Uber offices around? Right, exactly. You see Airbnb offices around? No. Nah. Right, you see Instagram offices, you see anything, like you still connect with people and yep. provide services, buy things, get transportation, cannot buy, you know. Like this is what I'm trying to say is, there isn't a need for that brick and mortar yeah. anymore. The only reason for that brick and mortar infrastructure, mm-hmm. which is the reason that, that costs money. Yeah. That's the reason that they perpetuate these costs is this all got to soak up all of these costs all the way up the chain. So we've talked about, um, you know, really figuring out how much it costs to sell a home. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I'd like to move on to uh, some more viewer questions, uh, just like we did with Lachlan, uh, who is a guy mm-hmm. and uh, from Australia. Uh, this comes from a, a fellow named Michael, who okay. is actually in Houston. Okay. So actually in one of our Ooh, markets. All right, yeah. Another uh, aspiring realtor-to-be. Okay. Um, and he's got a couple of questions for us that I want to get into. Um, two of them in particular, and I thought they were good. Um, so, uh, Michael, thanks for sending in those questions. If you're watching on Facebook Live, welcome. And uh, if you're watching on YouTube as well, thanks for tuning into the show. We appreciate your support. So, let's get into those questions. Um, the first one is, obviously, Michael can see that uh, we're very interested in helping the seller. We're helping the seller uh, get through the process quicker. We're Mm -hmm. helping the seller uh, save a lot of money. Uh, But he's curious uh, if our particular um, way of doing things is also helping the buyer in any way. And we've touched on this before, but I wanted to get into it a little bit for him. Uh, How does our uh, process, how does the way that we do real estate affect the buying side of the Mm -hmm. transaction? And uh, once again, thought you might have some thoughts on that. (laughs) I I do, I guess. that's a good question, Michael. I appreciate the uh, the the question and the reach out here. We um, let me answer this in like the most concise way possible. Okay. So how our process mm-hmm. uh, focused on the listing side specifically yeah. affects the buyer side. Right. Let's repeat the question. Yes. Um, not in the slightest. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's really what it is. Yeah. Um, it we you know it it doesn't affect the buyer side. If a buyer yeah. wants to view one of our homes. Mm-hmm. They set up a showing and we show them the home. Yeah. Um, if a buyer is represented by a buyer, it's agent. Yeah. yeah. Um, our sellers 
more times than not are offering a 3% buyer's agent commission. Right. And um, we work the contract with that buyer's agent, mm-hmm. negotiate it. And um, uh, fortunately for that buyer's agent, unfortunately for us, there's this 3% on the buyer's side. Right, I was going to say. And, um, you know, in the way that this world works right now, buyers will hold their buy- buyer's agents. Let me be clear about this. Will hold their buyers back. I don't know. I, don't know if, I hope Michael doesn't do this. Yeah. Right. But um, unless they're going to get their 3%. The full 3%. Yeah. They won't show a home. Yeah. It happens. It does happen. And uh, so on the surface level, uh, if our seller is offering a 3%, the exact process is the exact same yeah. as, as you are working with a Kelly Williams and Kelly Williams or any type of, of scenario. Yeah. Um, uh, we work with traditional buyer's agents every day. That's yeah. all there are on the buyer's agent side is yeah. traditional agents, right? Yeah. Technology hasn't really hit them um, as hard as we're hitting them on the listing side. Not yet. Yeah, it's coming. Um, yeah, so uh, simply, uh, we, it affects us uh, the buyer side very little. Uh-huh. Um, now, let me unpack that just a little bit. Sure. Um, we sitting on a specific side. Yeah. And uh, I kind of wave a flag that we are on this side. Yeah. I don't know any other brokerages that do this. Sure. Right. I don't know any other real estate brokerages that are like, hey, we're only a listing specific right. brokerage. Well, less money in it for if you're an independent there is. agent. Absolutely. Yeah. Right. You you, you want to generally a traditional agent, even a, a brokerage wants to not give up that buyer's side commission. It's 3%. It's right. easy. Right. Um, we've chosen a side. Uh-huh. Right. And the reason we've chosen a side is because we can negotiate better in the best interest of our seller. Right. Okay. Who's paying? Who is the one paying for Who's, stuff? All the money is coming out of their pocket. The buyers, the person looking to buy the house, is not paying the buyer's agent. No. Yeah. That's a great point. That yeah. needs to emphasis right there. Yeah. No. I mean, they're just yeah. there looking to spend yeah. money on a home. Yeah, that's they're, it. So really, it all comes down. To, it does all come down to the seller. Mm-hmm. So if um, if the seller is willing to offer a three percent buyer's agent commission, yeah. Um, the process is pretty smooth. Yeah, um, from a from a digital brokerage like ours to a traditional brokerage, not mm-hmm. a lot of difference. Um, now I want to point this out. Since we did choose a side, uh-huh. and uh, we are listing agents specifically, right? Um, because of that, we have the ability to try to save our sellers more money. Right. And what that means is we can dictate that buyer's agent commission. Right. Right. Um, so at the seller's request, mm-hmm. if they show, you know, so chose to, they could offer 2% yeah, or 1%. Yeah. And uh, we go fight yeah. against that traditional agent, yeah. buyer's agent, yeah, um, and get them to take 1%. Try to get them to take whatever will help of the seller. Exactly. Yeah. Right? And so that's how the, the, the situation between digital and traditional um, from a seller and a buyer's side kind of yeah. works. Um, Quite normally, though, it's a three percent. Yeah, for and, now, uh, that's yeah. it's the way that it is, and mm-hmm. and hopefully, as people mm-hmm. see on the listing side that mm-hmm. it's overpriced, the same will happen on the buying mm-hmm. side. So, like, just as a as a, just a summary, our clients, yeah, um, we omit that first three percent from them, right? More times than not, they're paying a three percent on the buyer on, on the buyer on the buyer side. side. Yeah. So we take a six percent commission that's standard. We can turn that into a three percent commission. Um, with no commission on the listing side, yep. all the same, all the same process, even yep. better. Truth yep. be told, even yep. better. Um, and so, yeah, so technology is coming on the buyer side too. That's that's 
That's just a few miles down the road. Yeah. I mean, you can see this already happening. There's a few sites, uh, companies, and what they're doing is coming in and uh, this is just for people's own information. Yeah. They're coming in and they'll represent the buyer yep. and they'll take that 3% from the seller. Yeah. Uh, and then they'll split that 3% with the buyer. Right. Okay. Well, right. how do you think that makes me feel? Mm-hmm. I'm like, it's so much money going to the buyer's agent side that you don't even want it all. You're just like right. going to split it up and say, here's, here's some, here's some more money. <laughs> right. Right. And like, that's coming out of the seller's pocket and that's a lot of money. Yeah. And, uh, it's unfortunate. No other industry would work like this. No industry works like this. Yeah. If they did work like this, they've been upended, wrecked, right. uh, you know, and completely rebuilt yeah. to be a modern business model. Yeah. A, bu- a business model that actually helps people. Yeah. Right. That makes things better, smoother, you know, more cost effective and, and, uh, and, um, yeah, creates a better experience. Yeah, you know, and I think that's yeah. that's the bottom line. So, um, the answer for you, Michael, is uh, you know, not a lot. Buyer's mm-hmm. agent side doesn't change a good bit, but um, you know, we we always enjoy working with buyer's agents as long yeah. as they're in it with the best interest of their client. Yep. Uh, but the moment that they start talking about their own personal commission, yeah, um, yeah, I got a bone to pick with a lot of that. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah. So I think that's a, that's a that's a good um, answer to the first question. And the second one, uh, I'm interested on what your thoughts are okay. on this because I just don't know. Um, uh, Michael also wanted to know if we have broken into the commercial property game at all, and if we haven't, is that something that we're planning on doing at some point? Mm-hmm. Yeah, interesting. Um, the answer is no. We currently don't provide uh-huh. any uh, commercial listings. Uh, we could uh-huh. uh, pretty easily. Um, we choose not to at this time mm-hmm. and place because uh, we want to focus purely on back up a little bit. selling homes. There we go. It's right. losing you. Yeah, so we want to focus on selling homes and not necessarily office buildings. Uh-huh. Right, so anything that we do that deviates yeah. from us doing nothing but selling homes yeah. is a devalue to our customer our client sure right yeah we stay want, focused that's it so we want to um compile thousands and thousands of homes yeah. that we have sold and generate that knowledge base that experience level mm-hmm. right and once we have that and that validation that this is uh these are the people who sell homes right not this joe no name and uh-huh. becky no name right, and all sure. of these this is a company that yeah. does it, yeah. not a one-man show. And yeah. they have the proof behind them. And once that has been established, uh-huh. um, then we'll make our, yeah, our moves we'll into, uh, there. Yeah. and these would be, be very, uh, very easy roads to uh, to cross. Sure. Um, and, and commercial is obviously not, is just one side of it. I mean, there's a lot of aspects to, uh, right. to uh, avenues that a business like ours can grow into. And, yeah. and, uh, and so that is it's just one step at a time. Yep. You know, we want we we want it. We don't want to overstep ourselves. Yeah, first yeah, yeah. Of all. Um, Especially when you're taking on like doing something completely different than the the yeah, way and, it's always been done. Yeah, and we're in six markets. Yeah. Now and uh, and so managing six different locations and markets and um, processes in all of these individual areas. Yeah. Um, you know, we want to just be the very best at this. Yep. Keep and building up. We that believe if we focus on this specifically, not commercial, not buyers, yeah. not any of that, what happens is we develop this moat of of uh, proprietary type of information. Yeah. Proprietary knowledge. Yeah. This knowledge base is why you're asking me these questions is because I've run hundreds and hundreds of contracts. Yeah. Right. I, I inherently 
have this information, not because I went and looked for it, but because my experience has given it to me. Right. That, once we have run thousands and thousands and tens of thousands of contracts, yep. the moat that we'll have will be something that uh, you really can't cross over from a comp- competition side. I like and, your illustration. Uh, and, uh, and so it's my castle. Yeah. Right? Building a castle. And, uh, and once we're there... Um, we'll build a new castle. We can very easily move into these other areas and, 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 and provide value and efficiency for our clients in those ways. And that'll like always it. be the drive, is how can we help our clients get this home sold and them net the most amount of money possible? It's beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Love it. Standing <laughs> ovation. Love it. Love that like that address to the people. That's that was it. for you, Michael. That was for the that people. That was, Michael. Um, yeah. Well, Michael, thank you so much for asking both those questions. Hope that good that luck is to you, a, man. Absolutely. Yeah, good luck. We we like. I like how we keep getting questions from people who are starting to just now get into real estate because maybe we can help them think about it differently. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a cool opportunity. Um, so y'all keep sending questions like that in. And with that being said, I want to close out the show with an announcement that mm-hmm. Under the Roof Podcast is now got its own Twitter. Oh, cool. That is right. We are going to be having some fun on Twitter. Uh, Obviously, on the Estate Homes podcast, we got a lot that we got to cover, letting you guys know what's going on with the business and things like that. And so I wanted to have a place that uh, was fun and where we could put out uh, even more content from the show uh, and take more questions. Uh, We kicked off the Twitter yesterday with a great meme. Uh, starring this. yours truly. I saw this. And uh, hey, it's doing great. So uh, I think more memes are on the way. I uh, you know, yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I am determined to turn you into the real estate guy meme. Oh man, um, it's a great, it's a great picture. It yeah. is interesting. I'll tell you this. through a feed and seeing yourself. I'll tell you this. I get this all the time, what? and people will see this. Everyone wants to know. <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. Maybe is that Bradley Cooper? Okay. Do you work for Bradley Cooper? Yeah. Uh, I just got snubbed on a Golden Globe. Didn't yeah, I? you did. Yeah, you know what? What is with that? Okay. You can't have it all, people. Hold on. Can't have it all. Hold on. We got to talk about this. So I know that our show is about real estate. Obviously, we always want to cover that. But we're also real people. And so I want to talk for just a second about the Golden Globes. And, uh, <laughs> yep, we're doing it. Look. Did you watch these? I did not okay. watch the Golden Globes because, honestly, I think the Golden Globes are a little bit silly. I think the Oscars are you worth... You don't say. I think that the Oscars are, have a little bit more esteem to them than the Golden Globes, even though I'm not really that much of a fan of the Oscars anymore anyway. I'm a huge movie nerd, if, if, if you're watching the show and you're wondering why we're on this. But I just want to point out that I saw Bohemian Rhapsody, and it was good. It was not a Star is Born good, okay? So the fact that a Star is Born was completely overlooked... Bradley Cooper was overlooked as best director. I thought it was awesome. You did a great job. Thank you. you I worked really hard on the film. (laughs) You always, people always think you're Bradley Cooper. You guys wonder where I go every day. Yes. Oh, it all makes sense because you'll leave the office and I'm like, where's he? That's it. Okay. Makes a lot of sense. Um, All I'm saying is (laughs) Bohemian Rhapsody was good. Rami Malek, you were great as Freddie Mercury, but you missed the Mark Golden Globes. Bohemian Rhapsody was not the best movie of the year. That's my take. Star is Born, I love you. Bradley Cooper, I love you. Your clone loves you. And uh, I'm rooting for A Star is Born at the Oscars because I think it deserves it. 
I've seen neither one of these films. I <laughs> knew that was coming every time I bring up movies. You have not seen uh, any of them. I heard it was how, fantastic. That's though. how hard this guy works. Yeah, I don't have time for movies. I, I, I live vicariously through you, man. I just ask. And then the truth to be, be told, <laughs> yes. I hear enough Bradley Cooper nonsense I'm sure you that do. I don't need to see another Cooper movie. You right? need to see A Star is Born. The world needs to see A Star is Born. And I, I'm not happy. I'm not happy with <laughs> the Golden up, Globes choice. We'll make up for it with the actual award that makes sense. Here's, I have a problem with the awards, period. Let's talk cool. about this for a second. All righty. Um, we're just derailing the show here yeah, for a second. We're all... Uh, this matters. Yeah, we're all uh, majorly famous, uh-huh. recognizable people in yes. this world. Yes. That make enormous, absurd amounts of money. Yes. Uh, work fairly short periods of time. Yes. Uh, and then there are award shows. Yes. To reward these people mm-hmm. in addition. Yes. Yeah. And then uh, it's an interesting. And there's thing. not one, right? There's two. There's more than one. There's more. There's three. Yeah. There's the Emmys, the Oscars, and the right. Golden Globes. And uh, uh, you know, like I, I appreciate it. I can. I appreciate the arts. I, I really do love I movies. Love the Different arts. parts of my life, I've loved movies. Yes, uh, I love film, television. I like the acting art. Yes, right. The trade of it. Yes. Um, but receiving awards after you've received millions of dollars for six weeks of work on top of being recognizably famous in it all of these odd, areas. Man. I don't think you need to be on TV like um, like accepting an award on top of that. Now, yeah. that's just my opinion. Hot um, take. I think, yeah, I don't know. Hot take. Yeah, Whether you watch the show or not, I if you're going to do the show at all, at least pick the real winners. Okay, yeah. And see, my, my viewpoint is totally obscure. I have no you, you emotional attachment to any all right. of these people. That's okay. It just says what it is. The Golden Globes isn't going to hear my opinion anyway. But A Star is Born was better. All right. I'm done. I'm done. We're going to close out the show now. I just, you brought it up. I had to go to it. I brought this up? <laughs> I brought it up talking about your memes. Yes. And that being said, just want to put it out there one more time. If you haven't heard, under the Roof is now on Twitter as its under. own, yes, as its own page, Ooh. Under the Roof, Under, U-N-D-A, The Roof. You can go, you can find us, send in your questions, enjoy some memes starring the Bradley Cooper lookalike and real estate extraordinaire, <laughs> oh Brendan Bollinger. Right. Uh, and uh, we're going to try to have some fun with that page and uh, go beyond just the business with that. So uh, tune into that if you want more of the stuff that you're getting here. And if you do have an opinion about the Golden Globes for me, I want to hear it. Text it to uh, under the roof. Probably not going to appreciate we'll, my opinion. We'll talk about it. <laughs> Your opinion in this particular, you're the real estate opinion guy. This is my field. Yeah. Wait one yeah. second for a moment. That's and so and let me just tell you. Okay. Um, that being said, we are going to close out the show for today. Although I want to do a quick shout out to our very own uh, Pooja Shaw. She uh, runs our, <laughs> our website. She does a great job if you've not been to the website go check it out it's it's great um but uh the other day Pooja accidentally broke the the plant that's usually here mm-hmm. we're putting our, our closing gift box here today just to show that you get one of these when you sell a home with us it's full of goodies uh but she accidentally knocked over the plant mm-hmm. no big the last deal. person you would ever expect no to yeah, knock exa- anything over. Exactly, exactly. Yep. Well, she knocked over the plant, and uh, 
in the typical estate employee way, went above and beyond and uh, got us this brand new plant. And I think it's even more beautiful than the one we had. So uh, starting next week, Pooja, your plant will be centered uh, center stage on our wonderful little white table yeah. <laughs> in all of its glory. So just wanted to give a shout out. Uh, we got great. We got a great team. Uh, really care about what they're doing and uh, makes it a blast to work here as we uh, continue the real estate revolution. That'll wrap it up for this week. That's well said. Brendan, thank you as always for joining yeah, have me. Have fun, man. Always. It has been a particularly fun and interesting episode, <laughs> and we look forward to hearing from you guys. If you are looking to sell your home, uh, obviously, estatehomes.com is the place to go. That's with, spelled with the number eight. Uh, go there, and you can find out everything you need to know about how you sell your home online for way, 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 way less. Ten times the value at... Ten times the... <laughs> ten times ten, less the cost. Ten yeah. times less the... You said it better than me, but ten we're Ten times the value at a tenth of the cost. There we go. <laughs> Bingo. That's it. And That's if you want to follow us for more content, you can find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and of course, YouTube, the home of our lovely podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us, and we will see you next time. Later. Later.